With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Orange and Brown Talk podcast. I'm Dan Lobby. During the month of July, Mary Kay Cabot, Scott Patsko, and I are bringing you the podcast version of our 20 questions about the Browns. Every weekday, we'll have a post from one of us on cleveland.com slash Browns answering a question about the team as we head into training camp at the end of July. We'll also have accompanying podcasts each day where the three of us will discuss the topic. We cover everything from Baker Mayfield's accuracy to who will start at right guard. So make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, and don't forget to check out Football Insider. It's our subscription service where Mary Kay, Scott, and I will text you throughout the day with the latest on the Browns. News, analysis, what we're thinking and hearing, and more. And the best part is you can text us back and we'll text with you directly. It cuts through the clutter of social media. It's another way to connect with us as we cover your favorite football team. We also hold events with our team of writers that includes Terry Pluto and Doug Maurice exclusively for our subscribers. We held a virtual draft event the week before the draft this year. And we also held a virtual event where we talked all things Baker Mayfield. You probably heard both of those on the podcast. But if you weren't a Football Insider subscriber, you didn't get to participate and have your voice heard because these events are only open to our football insiders. If you want to check it out, you can get a 14-day free trial by going to cleveland.com slash browns and clicking on the box on the right side of the page. Football Insiders, $3.99 per month after your trial expires. Or better yet, you can just text 216-208-3965 to get your trial started. Again, to get that 14-day free trial started and see everything that comes with your subscription, text 216-208-3965. Three nine six five. Now, let's get to our question for today. And today's question, Scott, is how do the Browns win the AFC North? We, we've talked about playoffs. We've talked about expectations for this season. Let's talk really big. Let's see if this team can win the AFC North, and let's figure out how they can do it. Uh, I do want to start here, though. You asked some texters uh, for their predictions and, and some of their records, and I'm curious what our football insiders were thinking, if, if they were feeling optimistic, if they were bold AFC North predictions. What did you get back? Well, yeah, I kind of asked a threefold question. Um, I asked uh, texters to tell me what they thought the Browns' record would be, whether or not they'd make the playoffs, and then what the, the final AFC North standings would look like and got a lot of good responses on, on all three of those. As far as the division goes, 
Um, not many <laughs> thought the Browns could win. Uh, I think uh, I got uh, – it was between 45 and 50 responses over the, the few hours that I, I let that ride uh, before I went ahead and grabbed the results. And uh, just three picked the Browns to win the division. That's it. And those, those three had the Browns going 12 and four. So they were thinking big. Um, but pretty much everybody else uh, figures the Ravens are going to repeat and that the Browns, uh, the, the overwhelming majority seem to think that the Browns would finish second. Uh, a lot of them thought maybe tied with the Steelers, but that the Browns would somehow, you know, grab that playoff spot. Um, or maybe they thought all three would make the playoffs. It weren't that specific, but the Browns seemed to be like the, the popular choice for second. And then the Bengals, of course, coming up last. Although there was one, one texter who thought the Bills would, Bengals would win the division, um, wow. which I thought was interesting. Uh, the Steelers were only picked to win twice. So, uh, okay. you know, I think it was mostly – we think the, the Ravens are going are gonna, to are gonna win. The Browns will kind of squeak in there. So if we're going to talk about how the Browns can win the division, um, we're going uh, to be trying to put together an argument that our texters did not want to make. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, we're going to try. Well, mm. All right, so, so let's start with the rest of the division, and let, let's just throw this one out there. Let's start at the bottom. The Bengals a year ago, 2-14. and 14, They bring in Joe Burrow. Now, uh, obviously – whoever predicted them to win the AFC North is very excited about what they can do. I like the offensive talent on that team, especially if, if AJ Green is healthy, if that offensive line holds up, you know, they did some stuff on the defensive side, that defense should be better, but um, is, is there a case to make for Cincinnati or not? Cause I don't think there is one. I mean, there's a case to make for everybody. There's well, always a team that goes worse to first, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, man, that's, that's a big jump with a first year quarterback second year coach uh to to go from from last in the in a, in a division where um this season i bet you would find a lot of people who think you could get three playoff teams out of this division uh you know everybody's pretty sure that the ravens will will be back uh and, and you know good again the steelers are getting their quarterback back so and the browns obviously we know all the changes they made so for the bengals to overcome all that uh, again, with the with a rookie quarterback, and acknowledging that Joe Burrow had a you know a historic college season last year for LSU, um, I don't know that's a big leap. That's a big leap, and I don't I don't see it happening. I think that would be obviously one of the shocking stories of the NFL season if it did happen. Uh, but I, I don't buy that it, that it will. It would it would almost have to be a really bad division, I think, for that to happen. I think that would be in the equation. I just don't think it's going to be a bad division. I don't think it's lots of have, injuries too. Yeah, that too. I don't think it's going to have like a nine and seven champ. I mean, obviously, this crazy off season is and whatever happens in camp is going to uh, it, it can change a lot of things. But I don't think this is a division where like the NFC East a year ago, where you're eight and eight and you know, you're fighting for a division title. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we could probably not spend a ton of time on the Bengals. So let's move up to the Steelers, who are actually probably the more – they're probably the most intriguing team. Uh, you could uh, certainly make the case for the Browns, but the Steelers are probably the most intriguing team because we got a glimpse of what they were last year without a quarterback. And they were actually pretty good. And, I mean, they beat the Browns in Pittsburgh and essentially eliminated them from the playoffs. Um, and even that game in Cleveland on Thursday night that the Browns won, you know, the Steelers played tough in that game and, and kept it close for a lot of it. 
that's a great defense. If, if that's able to be a great defense again, and Ben Roethlisberger looks like Ben Roethlisberger, the Steelers could make a little bit of a jump. You know, they went eight and eight last year. Could they get to 12? That's, that's sort of what you start to wonder if, if Ben Roethlisberger is worth that. We just don't know what Roethlisberger is right now. Well, he's better than what, what they were using last year. Right. We do know that. Um, you know, they were eight and five at one point. They, they took advantage. They did what the Browns failed to do. They took advantage of that soft part of their schedule. Uh, they went seven and one. They, they beat Chargers, Dolphins, Colts, Rams, Bengals, Browns, and Cardinals. So, you know, some of those were, were not games, obviously, that the Browns won. But that's, that was a seven and one run with all the quarterback issues that they had last year. I mean, it was the heck of a coaching job by Mike Tomlin, I think. And to, to, to get to the point where you're eight and five and you had a shot, they, they lost their final three. They lost to the Bills. And they lost to the Jets, which was – that did them in. You know? And then he, he, they ended up with the Ravens in, in week 17. And I'm sure they were, uh, they were hoping that that game would be insignificant for their playoff chances. But obviously they lost that one too. So you get Ben Roethlisberger back in that situation. Uh, you put him back in a team that was able to accomplish that. And, you know, I think they, they do make a jump. And I don't – there's no reason to believe that, that they're going to fall off even, you know, any further than they did last year without them. So I would expect the Steelers to be the Steelers that we, that we've seen in recent years. And, you know, Roethlisberger seems to, he's getting to that point where he's just kind of like ageless, you know, you expect him to break down and you expect him to uh, become a liability for them, but it certainly hasn't happened. And, you know, getting him back is, that's one of the reasons why a lot of people are saying, Three playoff teams from the AFC North, possibly. Yeah, it, you know, his, his receivers will probably be happy to have him back, too. I, I thought, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster was a little bit of a disappointment last year. Played in 12 games, had 552 yards. There was some hope from a lot of people, some thinking, including me, that he'd be able to step into that Antonio Brown role. And, you know, maybe not put up Antonio Brown numbers, but, but be pretty good for them. And he ended up kind of having a down year, I, I think, by his standards. So it'll be interesting to see what he does. Uh, but Mike Tomlin, you know, that seventh playoffs team basically would have been the Steelers a lot of times. He's always got his team, regardless of situation. If they aren't at the top of the division, they're right there. And, you know, even back in 2018, you know, they were right there and they had an opportunity to make the playoffs if the Browns would have been able to beat Baltimore. So hey, he's a coach that always has that team right there. And then when they get those special years, they can get to 11 or 12 wins and, uh, and and that, that's really kind of where that, that line is at. So now it's the Ravens. Of course, the defending champs, 14-2 and two last year. There's probably going to be some regression there, uh, some regression from Lamar Jackson, some regression overall from the Ravens. It's, it's just natural. Uh, but still, this is the team that I think a lot of people, if, if they had to pick and they had to put some real stakes on it, would probably pick the Ravens to repeat as division champions. So let's flip this a little bit. What what are some reasons why maybe they wouldn't, in, in your mind? Well, obviously, number one would be if, if Lamar Jackson uh, comes back down to earth a little farther than, you know, people, a lot of people expect him to. He's not – it'd be surprising if he has another season like he had last year. The Ravens are still going to be good. Uh, they're still, obviously, a double-digit win team. And uh, Lamar Jackson proved last season that he can be uh, an NFL quarterback and, and you know, lead a team to a very successful season. Obviously he was the MVP. So, um, but I think for them not to win the division 
the offense comes back down to earth a little bit. Maybe the going through one season, defenses have a better answer for them. Although, you know, you spent a whole off season not really being uh, having practices or anything. I don't know how much you could prepare for what the Ravens are going to throw at you, you know, through Zoom calls. But uh, I think number one, he comes back down, and you know. For someone to dethrone them, either the Browns or the Steelers are going to have have to have a season that's above what a lot of people are expecting. Because I think you're going to have to rise up to their level, too. You know, the Ravens uh, aren't, aren't going to fall off the map here. They're not going to uh, have a, uh, obviously, a losing record, I wouldn't think, unless there are massive injuries, uh, including the Lamar Jackson. I think that's the one that would derail everything for them. But you know, you expect them to be good. And the key is they're going to have to be challenged in those division games. Um, they can't, you know, the Browns beat them once. Uh, I think for the Browns to get by them again, they're going to have to at least split. And so some closer games, maybe for the Ravens this year, that, that, that they don't pull out. That, that's what you expect to, to see from the Ravens if they're not going to win this division. Yeah, well, and that was the thing about the Ravens. They were so dominant last year. I mean, there were there were some games that looked like college games with some of those spreads. So, I mean, there were times when it wasn't even close. Uh, and, of course, the Browns were the, the last team to beat them in the regular season until they lost in the playoffs. That's really what they have to get over. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, a worst-case scenario for the Ravens, barring an injury like you said, but if, if this is a – you know, if they're healthy and maybe they're just kind of, you know – I don't want to say phoning it in, but just sort of going through the motions. There's still probably a 10 and 16. That's probably if, if healthy about as low as they would go. So that that's a pretty high standard. And the other thing is now it depends on Cam Newton, but they get a little bit of a break with their, their first place schedule here because they would play the Patriots out of the, uh, the AFC East and the Patriots might not be the best team in the AFC East this year. So even, even that kind of breaks in their favor a little bit, uh, unless Cam Newton rebounds and, and looks like the Cam Newton he was a few years ago. Yeah, I was looking through the, the Ravens' schedule here last season. They had five games that were decided by uh, one score or less. And I think the, the closest, they had a three-point overtime winning against the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, everything else that was within one score, we're, you're talking a touchdown difference. Um, and they did not lose. I mean, the two games they lost, um, well, one was to the Browns there. That, that was the 28 to 33. So that was, um, I'm sorry, the Chiefs. That was, uh, that was close. And then obviously the Browns beat them by, by 15. So, you know, you got 59 to 10 against the Dolphins. They've scored 40 points three straight weeks over the second half of the season. And those were all blowouts. Um, 40 and 31, 28, point, 28 to 10 against the Steelers in the finale, which if I remember correctly, they did not have. I don't think they played all their starters in that game. I can't remember if they were trying to get, if they needed that to get the number one seed. I can't remember, but um, so, yeah, but you're right. A lot of blowouts there and, you know, I, it's going to be tough for the Browns to win the AFC North. Let's not, let's not sugarcoat it. I think, but I, I just I don't I can't believe that the Ravens are going to come back this season uh, and have you know uh, another you know a fourteen or fifteen win season or something like that. Um, the offense that they play, it's not we're not talking about a uh, an air assault where where a defense is having trouble covering people and they just have so much talent that defensive backs um, 
are scrambling or they have so many matchup problems in the passing game that, that, that they're just, you know, causing so much issues. It's, they just, they run so well. And Lamar Jackson is so good at, at, you know, being elusive and taking hits. He was hit more than anybody, I believe last year. And he knows how to deal with that. He got hit a lot at Louisville. So uh, the, you know, the concerns that Lamar Jackson is going to get hit so much that he's going to uh, not make it through a full season. That certainly didn't play itself out last year. And I don't think it will this year. So, uh, but I still think that the Ravens are going to come back down to earth a little bit, basically because I don't believe Lamar Jackson can put together that kind of season again. He might yeah. be an MVP again, but I just don't think he's going to have that kind of season where, cause it was so unprecedented, even his passing percentage, it was nothing like, you know, we had seen from him before. So, uh, that's where I think things are going to come back down a little bit. Yeah, and look, even Patrick Mahomes, uh, after he had his, M- his MVP year where he threw 50 touchdowns first year as a starter, even he took a step back last year, dealt, dealt with some injury, uh, missed a little time. But it's just natural. When you have that kind of year, you can't have that kind of year every single year, even if he is, um, even if he is uh, you know, that level of quarterback and he's going to put up those great rushing and, and passing combo numbers every year it might not always be to that level that he put him up last year. It's, it's just hard to repeat that over and over and over again. Uh, and, and defensive coordinators are going to, are going to adjust and, and try and make things harder for him. So for the Browns. And, and real quick, and it's not like the Ravens are just going to come back out and roll out the playbook from last year right. and say, well, it worked once, let's do it again. You know, they obviously are going to do things to put Lamar Jackson in even better position. They know what worked and didn't work last year. Um, so I, I expect the, them to adjust. Uh, it's just Jackson has such an all-world year that uh, I don't know. Maybe he proves everybody wrong, and he's taken another step towards Canton, you know, this season. But uh, I think that the odds and what we've seen from him in the past would suggest that that uh, that was kind of an outlier, and he might come back down a little bit. The the other part too is I wonder, you know, there's not a lot you can do because this isn't, you know, this isn't like the NBA where, you know, you kind of just try and get through the regular season and get yourself ready for the playoffs. But I do wonder if, if they've taken a step back to see, you know, is there anything differently they can do in the regular season or, you know, are they going to be more focused on being able to go out there and win in the postseason? Because that's been the one, um, the one bad mark on the resume for Lamar Jackson is he just hasn't performed in the postseason. Um, so I, I wonder if maybe, you know, again, it's not the NBA where you can win – 50 games, take it easy and get in there as a fourth seed and go to the finals. But, you know, I, I just wonder if that, that drive to get to 14 and two isn't going to be there as much as we just, we need to get to the playoffs and we need to figure out how to win some of those playoff games. So for the Browns, um, you know, the schedule is easier this year, but of course for talking division, it's essentially the same for every team with with a couple exceptions. Uh, the, The key is really going to be, how they do against Baltimore. Do they look like the team that played Baltimore last September, or do they look like the team that played Baltimore in December last year? Uh, yeah. and obviously, if, it, if it's like the team that played them at the end of September last year, you know, they've got a chance uh, to maybe – you'd love to beat them twice. you got to at least split with them, but then you've got a chance against your other division teams to maybe go out there and, and show that you belong and, and kind of keep pace with them. Yeah, I think you, uh, number one, you need to split with the Ravens and you, you need to split with the Steelers and you, you know, if you're, you got to sweep somebody and it's probably going to be, you know, the Bengals would be the, the leading candidate for that. Not as any of these teams are going to be easy to beat, 
But uh, if we're going by uh, kind of what we think the standings could look like and the teams that will be contending, you got to split with the Ravens and split with the Steelers and take care of business against the Bengals. You have to have a winning record, clearly, in the division if you're going to win it. So, um, I, you know, you got Miles Garrett <laughs> for that first game and you win it. You, got, you don't have Miles Garrett or, if I remember correctly, Olivier Vernon at the end. You know, by the end, that defensive line was just a different animal altogether. Uh, you know, the first time they played him, everything uh, worked. And you had Nick Chubb breaking off huge runs and, you know, Baker Mayfield trying to beat him down the field. And I think uh, that was that game, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the, that was, the big that Nick was Chubb the, run. The September game, yep. Yeah, I believe that's what that was. So, um, yeah, I mean, everything, that was that one game where we thought, wow, things really came together and, you know, the Browns might have figured things out and that certainly wasn't the case. But you need, a, you need to show that you can beat them if you want to win the division. I don't see how you – if you're not going to beat the Ravens and still win the division, you've got to sweep the other teams and then hope the Ravens falter elsewhere. Um, so, And we're going to find out early in this season where that all – falls together because they have so many division games early on. Right. And, and just playing, you know, playing that schedule game a little bit, I'm, I'm looking at the Browns and Ravens schedule. So if the Browns go to Baltimore on September 13th, and, and this is certainly far, far from a given, but if they're able to go to Baltimore on September 13th and win that game, they get Cincinnati and Washington the next two weeks before they have to go to Dallas. Baltimore's early schedule is the Browns, and then they've got to go to Houston and then they have to play Kansas City on a Monday night. So that's a pretty important game for both teams. And, you know, divisions aren't won in September. But it would be nice to, if you're trying to dethrone the Ravens, to maybe get off to a strong start. And then really, it's interesting. The Ravens have sort of an easy finish to the schedule. They have Jacksonville, the Giants, and then at Cincinnati. Uh, but leading into that, they've got to play at New England, Tennessee, at Pittsburgh on Thanksgiving. Uh, and then they play Dallas at home, whereas the Browns, if they get through that Baltimore game on December 14th, they've got a game at the Giants, at the Jets, and, the, and then they have to finish with the Steelers. So they've got a little bit of a, a tougher finish, I guess, just because of Pittsburgh at the end. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's a chance where the Browns could maybe control their destiny a little bit if they're able to go to Baltimore and find a way to win that football game and at least get off to a good start and make Baltimore have to deal with that tough early part of the schedule where they have to go to Kansas City in September. I, f I feel like we said the exact same things last year. Right. <laughs> you know, if the Browns year. can, if the Browns can uh, make it through that first half of the schedule, they have everything set up for them over the second half. And, you know, look at the Ravens. They got those tough games over the second stretch of the year. Well, what happened? The Ravens ended up steamrolling everybody, and the Browns, you know, limped to two and six. Um, yeah, you would think that 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 things would uh, would would be in in the Browns' favor, and you know you're right. That is a, a tough early season run for the Ravens, and you know they get to find out real quick if they're they're up to par with with who they were last year. Um, so you know maybe maybe that does work in the Browns' favor. I think if we're talking about winning the division, it's the, the Browns have to stay healthy. Number one, that's you know Baker Mayfield has been pretty durable. And how long, I mean, maybe that continues to last, but the odds are not on his side <laughs> for making it through uh, another full season because quarterbacks just, you know, you don't see that that often. You know, players miss games. Um, Baker's got to stay healthy most for the 
number one. And then the defensive line needs to stay together. You know, we didn't get to see we didn't get to see what the defensive line would look like over the second half of that season. I think it would have made a huge difference in, in some of those games uh, that, that the Browns lost, especially, you know, against the Cardinals. I think that could have been a huge thing. You have Miles Garrett and Olivier Vernon both on the field and healthy in a game like that. Um, so I, I think at the top of the list for ways the Browns do this is number one, they're, they're super healthy. They have a, a Warriors like season uh, when they uh, made it to the finals and, and beat the Cavs when, you know, was that 2015 when it was LeBron and yeah. everybody else had uh, limped off the sideline. So uh, you need, you need a season like that where you don't have to, you know, deal with what they had last year, obviously. Now they have made upgrades at some depth situation or some, some depth spots, especially on the interior of the defensive line. But again, you lose miles Garrett. And obviously if you use Baker Mayfield, you know, you just, you're pretty much done. So you got to stay healthy, number one, for, for any of this to work. Right. I mean, there, there isn't another sport really where schedule and health are, are so overwhelmingly important in, in the outcomes of the season. Um, all right. So real quickly, um, let's power rank this division. I would go Baltimore one. I'm going to – Browns fans will hate me for this. I'm going to put Pittsburgh two. Uh, I think if Ben Roethlisberger is anything close with that defense, I think they're the second best team. This isn't a predicted finish. This is just a power ranking in July. Uh, and then I would say the Browns are third with Cincinnati fourth. But it certainly would not shock me if, you know, at the end of the year we're talking about the Browns. I think I'll pick the Ravens to win the division, but it wouldn't shock me if the Steelers and Browns flip-flop over the course of the season. Yeah, obviously I'd put the Ravens first. I think last year we might have talked about something like this, and I had the Browns and the Ravens tied at second. Um, I guess when you're looking at the Steelers and the Browns, you're okay. You're you're saying what what matters more, Ben Roethlisberger's return or Kevin Stefanski's arrival? That's basically what you're looking at. And because the Steelers, you know, they did a good job without him last season. And now you add him back into the fold. Um, you know, how much of a jump do they make compared to whatever jump the Browns can make with this new offense and these new coaches and some of the new additions? So, man, I mean, I, I mean, if you're power ranking them right now, I, you got to go the Steelers based on what they did last season. Um we learned last year that paper, what looks like on paper doesn't mean anything. Right. So until the Browns do something that suggests that, that they're better than what they were, I think you have to say the Steelers are, are number two on that list. And then, then the Browns and the Bengals. Yeah, that's, that's the key point in this. I mean, this time last year and even during training camp, whenever we talked about the division, it was, you know, Lamar Jackson and not being sure what he was. And then he goes out and wins the MVP. So you just, you just never know. Ben Roethlisberger could be toast, or he could be the guy that led the league in passing yards a couple years ago. It, it could really go either way, and that's going to go a long ways in determining who wins this thing. Okay. So, well, oh, real quick, real quick. We're talking about the Browns winning the division. What, what is the main thing that could happen? And let's take health off the, let's take health off the okay. equation here. What's the main thing that could happen in your mind that could sabotage that, that could lead to their downfall? Last season, obviously, the offensive line was – a huge issue and it impacted so many things, including Baker. What do you think is the most likely to sabotage the season? So I'm going to, I'm going to answer both sides of that question. I think if they win the division, the reason will be because Baker Mayfield takes a huge jump and 
puts himself in that discussion as a top 10 quarterback. Um, and I think if they don't, if they kind of fall on their face again, I think we'll probably be talking about Baker Mayfield too, but in a different way, either he got hurt or maybe we're really concerned because everything was supposed to work for him and it didn't this year. Uh, so I think it's all, you know, as simple as it sounds, it's all about the quarterback. Yeah, I think, I, I think I would put him number one, but I also would maybe say one a is all the concerns and un questions you have on the defense. Yeah. Um, I look at like linebacker and safety the way I looked at offensive line last year and that we're not really sure what we're going to get. Um, you know, assuming everybody's healthy on the defensive line and you obviously have two capable cornerbacks on the outside, but the linebackers and the safeties, um, I just looked at the middle, the middle of that defense going back. Um, that's the kind of thing that, that maybe, you know, maybe the Browns offense does, you know, everything's built around Baker and it works, but they're out, you know, they lose some, you know, 41 to 45 games or something like that, or, yeah. you know, uh, big plays, defensively that they give up I think that's probably the one the one thing I'm curious to see the most is how the back of that defense plays because it just seems like there's it just seems like the offensive line from last year we just don't know right I mean we've seen great teams with great quarterbacks have defenses let them down in, in big moments um, I think the Pats a couple years ago against the Eagles in the Super Bowl uh, Mahomes had a saw a defensive player jump off sides to give the Pats new life uh, mm -hmm. one year. So, you know, yeah, that, that defenses can certainly derail uh, great offenses. All right, that'll do it for this edition of our 20 questions of the Orange and Brown Talk podcast. Make sure you're subscribed because all of our 20 questions are in that feed. So you'll want to check it out on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts. And make sure you check out Football Insider as well so you can get involved in the next poll that, that Scott puts up. And Say you think the Browns are going to win the AFC North. All right, so for Scott, I'm Dan. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>